today on The Breakdown. It's a cash game hand from Live at the Bike, a 10-20 hand, and things get way out of sorts. I mean, way out of sorts in this hand. Grant just said before we started, holy bananas, talking about this hand. He's never said that before. I'll tell you right now. We're going to break down this hand right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. To be fair, I can just put anything after holy, and it's like kind of means the same thing. I'm just I'm thinking about bananas because I've been making banana-based smoothies recently. So that's I could have said like holy hamburgers. Yeah, that would have been good too. But any food is different than like if you said like holy school children, you know, that wouldn't have the same power holy as holy karate. bananas. Yeah, I mean like the food is what makes it work. Any holy food bananas. is it any food? Let's try a few more out. I think we? I found one that's not gonna have the impact. Go ahead. Holy asparagus. I mean, it's pretty good. No, but it's but pretty good. As, it's pretty good. Holy flaxseed. There you go. You yeah. did it. You did it. Anything that's sort of in the grains department, it may have a little less excitement. Holy, holy, holy wheat. Holy jasmine rice. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. It's not as good. It's not yeah. as good. It's got to be a fun food, maybe. Um, so holy pepperoni pizza. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. A lot of things happen in this hand that are just uh, fucking terrible. Yeah, I would say. I mean, this. Maybe we'll find something. But this hand is an example of people, I mean, way, way outside the norm of reasonable decisions. In recent years, a lot of the hands that we've done where we end up kind of being a little bit critical of the players have happened on the lower stakes live with the bike game, such as this one. Yeah. Um, And that entity live with the bike decided to call this hand among all of those hands. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they call this hand. <laughs> so yeah. that should tell you a little bit about what's going on in this hand. Well, we're going to break it down anyway. We're going to talk about all the decisions and, you know, see if anything makes any sense at all and see what we think is better. What is optimal play? Not just what did these guys Most do. Most of these guys shouldn't have made it past preflop is optimal play, basically. Well, but let's talk about it. Okay. So we're going to talk about for each, each moment in the spot, though, right? Each, yeah. Each moment in the hand, not just, well, he shouldn't be here anyway. We're not going to do that because that's not what we do. We're going to be like, well, now that he's here... What's the optimal play, right? Sure. Cool. All right. So this was suggested by four people that we are aware of. Jay Recker. What's up, Jay? Jay Recker. Max Sawyer, Shitij Anant, and Rory Foster. I think Rory might be the only first-time suggester here. You're right. Or first-time get it through her, at least. Sorry, Rory, if that's not true. It's yeah. been a while, you know? Yeah, but I don't. I just don't remember saying the name Rory Foster before. Yeah, I don't remember hearing But it. I hope to be saying it a lot in the future, Rory. Keep on suggesting. Rory! That's right. You you like loose your barbaric yelp. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's from uh, Dead Poet Society. Okay. Barbaric yelp. Come on, man. I Keep seen up. That. I haven't seen that movie ever. No, no. What do you mean ever? No, I've never seen it. Wow. Well, I think I share the audience's disdain and shockedness when you say that. Wow, that's just not a good concise use of the word shock. Right. I wasn't going for concision. I was going for... Concision. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Thanks for the suggestions, guys. Um, if you want to suggest a hand, of course, the very best place, and really the only place you should do it, is on Twitter. We are the Poker Guys on Twitter. You can find us by Googling us, etc. Include a YouTube link and a timestamp. Live with the Bike does a thing where they often put two hands together when you're suggesting, like, for example, a Live with the Bike hand. Yeah. That seems to be the most frequent time that people don't tell us when the hand starts. So if there's two in there, let us know which one it is. 
Uh, don't just let us know. Don't say the second one. Give us the time it starts. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, come on. We're, we're working over we here, got, man. We got time constraints over here. I got, I got hamburgers to bless. Yes. <laughs> Holy hamburgers. Yeah, that's, of course you do. I yeah. mean, how else could you eat them if they are unblessed? Thank you for saying that. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. So it is a 10-20 game. It is a deep 10-20 game, according to the stacks that are in this game. Cool. Including Nick, who we've seen before playing against Dan Zach when he had two nines and Dan Zach played king, queen of clubs very strangely and interestingly on a two-club board. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, ultimately, Dan Zach failed and Nick made a call on the river. Yeah, Nick ended up winning with two nines there. Yep. Uh, he's under the gun with 10-7 of diamonds. He's got 32,000 in his stack. That is a lot of blinds wow, in a 10 32,000? Yep. Yeesh. Okay. I suppose it's an uncapped game. Um, but still. Yeah. That's a shocking... I mean, that's 1,500 blinds. It's more. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Good. 1,600 blinds. Yeah. Um, he's got 10-7 of diamonds under the gun, and he's going to go ahead and limp that puppy. So I mean, look, at least they're really, really deep. And it's suited. At least they're really deep. This is not a play I would recommend. I would never limp this hand in this spot unless the, the table conditions were very particular. I don't know what the table conditions would have um, to be. They would be something like everyone's playing no matter what and everyone's passive no matter what. So like I raise, everyone's just going to call anyway. Like something like we're going to five of us are going to go to the flop no matter what. And uh, like if I limp, no one's likely to raise behind me. You know, there are some tables where everyone just, there's yeah. like people just not raising. It'd have to be stuff like that. But by the way, I could just throw this hand away, which yeah. is probably better than doing any of these How things. How about being out of position to the table and throwing yeah. the 10, 7 of diamonds away? Like if it was away. the ace, 8 of diamonds, sure. this at least could play into it. It would make a little more sense to play it like that, but none of these things you make sense. You can't really flop a nut draw with the 10, 7 of diamonds. I mean, you can, you can flop the, the nut draw. By flopping a, a 10 and two deuces and no, you can go run a 10. No, of diamonds. You got yeah. two outs of the nuts. That's true. Come on, man. I'm a fool. It's a poker thing. Thank you for that. Me. That's going to be on our new Poker Guys t-shirts. It's a poker thing. I love that. I'm telling Nitrogen. All right, continue. I don't love that. Too uh, late. All right, so you want to hear about some more stuff that happens pre-flop? Yeah, so, so he limps under the gun. He's very deep because... Now we got right. Big John, who we have seen play before. We did not like what we saw Big John do. We actually said it might have been the worst play we've ever seen. It was certainly in the running. Yeah. It's on the short list. Yeah. Um, he's on the button. He's got about 20,000 in front of him. And he has Queen Deuce offsuit. And of course, he's going to raise <laughs> to 120. Now, it's better than limping. Right. But it's not good. I... There's Nick, a limper. He's not going to fold. Nick limped super deep. under the gun. He's not going to fold. He's super, he's super deep. He's not going to fold. Like, he's no interest in folding, clearly. He's, he's going to put another $100 in. You're going to be in position. I guess you are, as Big John, going to win this pot a fair amount of the time if everyone else folds and stuff. But how deep is John? Big John? 20, 20K. Why are we trying to win? It's like a $200 pot here. Like, we should be playing hands. Either, either the, the hand should demand that we play it, right. like ace, ace queen or something like that, or we should be playing hands to try and win a much bigger pot than this. Queen Deuce is trying to steal, basically. Right. This That's, is ridiculous. Big John seems to be in the camp of people who they hear about how the button's the best position and raising on the button's good, but then he forgets every time that he's on the button that this is not the only button he'll ever have in his life. Like, this isn't your only opportunity ever to be on the button. You can fold certain hands on I, the button. I, I, it wouldn't shock me, and maybe this is being a little unkind to Big John, but what the hell? It's our show. Yeah. It wouldn't shock. I've, I've actually seen this happen where, like, I have, I like, you know, go, someone raises, I go all in with a good hand. Like, this isn't a tournament setting, yeah. let's say. Like, I have two kings or something like that. I go all in with my 22 blinds or whatever. The guy in the button calls it all. 
Yeah. Right? Calls basically for all his chips, too, or nearly all his chips. The other guy folds, and it's the two of us. I turn over my two kings, and the guy turns over, like, seven, eight off suit. And someone says to him, why did you, why did you call in yeah. there with that hand? And the answer is, because I have position. You know, <laughs> really? Like, that's I've happened? I've literally seen that. I have not. And that's the kind of thing it feels like Big John might do based on this move. This move, yeah. Like, I have a little story about a recent poker right. tournament I played. Let's do it. Um, that is very similar, like this kind of obligatory button play thing. Mm-hmm. So this guy was on my right, and he opened the button four orbits in a row, I think. And I was just folding because I had bad hands, and I was like, the, the blinds were small. I was like, well, once the blinds get a little bigger and Ante's coming to play, I'm going to three-bet him a lot. Yeah. The next four orbits, he opened the button. I three-bet him every time, and he folded every time mm-hmm. without learning at all that this is what's happening. <laughs> like, either four-bet me or stop opening. Yeah. Then the fifth orbit, he 5X'd it, having been 2.3Xing it. I fold the big blind folds. He shows two kings. I'm like, okay, so this is super easy. Wow, that's inc- why would he show the too? next three orbits? He 2.3x. So you raise. I three bet every time. He, he folds, folds every, every time. time. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. How is it possible? <laughs> they just give it away, man. Actually, the last two times I did it, I only pretended to look at my hand. I didn't even look. That's great. Yeah. Were you in a small blind? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's fun. It is always fun to just like decide before you look at your cards that you're three betting because of the situation. Right. And uh, I should try actually not looking. I, back in the day, I used to not look. I used to pretend to look, but now I always look. Because, you know, just in case I actually have something, I may actually like, you know, that may matter. Yeah, it could. If like the big blind is short and they get right. a squeeze stack or something. I may want to yeah. think about that kind of stuff instead of like, well, I just want everyone to fold so it doesn't. Right. Yeah. So I do look now, but that's cool. That's a cool story for sure, man. Yeah, that has happened uh, very recently. Yeah. But I did not do well in the tournament. Doesn't matter. All right. So Big John raises Queen Deuce off on the button. So that's exciting. Makes it 120. Horrible, but continuing. All right. We got Ludacris. He's been in a hand before that we did recently. Yeah, maybe even. two. Maybe. Yeah. At least one, though, recently. I mean, his name is based on the amount of action that he provides, which is significant. Yes. And he's not going to let us down here. He's got Jack 8 suited, Jack 8 of spades in the big blind. Having committed $20, he decides to change that to $510. Go ahead and three bet to five ten. Now, he, I guess this could be indicative that he knows something about Big John and the fact that Big John just always raises the button or something. I mean, yeah, okay, that's a reason to do it. But he could call. This is a reasonable calling. Yeah, and he's the effective stack with seventeen thousand five hundred between these three players. It's a, if he really sees that Big John is raising the button all the time, which I would guess he is based on this play alone. It is completely reasonable to three bet this kind of a hand. Actually, so I, I this is the play I hate the least by a lot. Yeah. I, can, I feel like I can really justify this play. Right. I mean, I think calling is actually fine as well. Yeah. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. I think if we thought Big John had reasonable ranges, we could call. If we think he is completely, if he's a hundred percent here or nearly a hundred percent of his, you know, of the cards, the hands he's dealt, if he's raising, I think we should be three betting this. Well, I mean, if Big John has any level of range that makes sense, then he is a hundred percent. But a lot of the times, you'll see players who. Like they raise seven three offsuit under the gun and show it, and then or the next orbit they fold the button, and you're like, "What did you fold on the button?" Right? What uh, could you be folding? Yeah, on the like button, right? you, you don't have ranges. It's all random. Yeah, you just yeah. decided this is the time to do this right. thing. Yeah, Which, because of like what happened two hands ago, or That's just why. because you're like, I just feel like doing it. Right. You know, I'm a little bored. Yeah, I want some action. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, the jacket of spades is justifiable three bet here. And he, I like the sizing five ten is pretty big being yeah. out of position and stuff. That's going to win most of the time. You don't have to worry about it. Big John's going to be hard pressed to call. That's great. Well, you're a fool. Um, yeah, because I know 
Not I, only I know what happens. Big John overcall, but Nick calls. Let's Nick calls not, before. Big let's John. not forget that Nick has put twenty dollars in the pot, <laughs> limping under the gun. He's like, "What's another four ninety? I got ten seven diamonds over here. No big deal." I mean, Nick, I, just between you and me, I'm just going to talk directly to Nick for a second. Okay? okay, this is like when you look right in the TV camera. You know, and you're just talking to Nick. So, Nick, if you're going to call another four hundred ninety dollars with the ten seven of diamonds, raise pre. Put the raise in yourself. You might get to win a lot. Like you control the size. How of about the pot. four betting? If we're gonna put money in here, like as Nick. I mean, you obviously can never cold call this. You can. Yeah. Never, I mean, it's not technically cold calling, I guess. But you can never call here. You. It's certainly only four better fold. You should just be folding. I think. Yes. Almost always, unless you've seen these two guys go at it, then you can four bet. Yeah, but you can't call. But but if you have any part of you that is like, well, I'm gonna call whatever you know happens pre. Then raise yourself. Yeah. Like, forget that. You shouldn't be limping anyway, but this is another reason to raise. Is you put $490. If you raise under the gun, very rarely are people going to re-raise you. Yeah. Like, it's going to be much, much less. You make it 80 bucks. First of all, the re-raise is going to be smaller. Second of all, it's much harder for people to do that than attack each other. Like, all the dynamics, like, go away because you're under the gun. Right. Well, Come of on, course, man. you should just fold 10-7 of diamonds under the gun, but whatever. Well, of course, that's really what you should be doing. Of course. But okay, he, I just wanted to have a private moment with Nick. Okay, he, everyone can listen again. But Nick manages to find a, the, the old call having limped for 20. Maybe he misclicked. He meant to hit fold, and you know he's like, oh, no. You know yeah. what that happens sometimes? Yeah. That must be it, what happened. <laughs> I mean, what else could it be? <laughs> His arm, as it put the money, he's like, I don't mean to be doing this. Yeah, that's, yeah not to be outdone, Big John, of course, over calls with the queen deuce off. It's un, it's at a, least it's, he's closing the action. It's indefensible. <laughs> I don't care if he's closing the action. I don't care if he's on the button. It's indefensible. It's only three ninety for him with the queen deuce off. Yeah, I mean, what's a better use of three hundred ninety dollars? I mean, we could come up with a a lot of things. You could right? feed the homeless for a little while. Well, sure. That's of course that's a better use. Yeah, but like you could like pay people to like draw or like to like make tattoos on your back of things that are deeply offensive to others. That's probably a better use of $300, you know, like racist saying something like that on your back. That's probably better. I don't know if that's true. I wouldn't go with that. Well, you get to wear a shirt, so you get to decide when. <laughs> I wouldn't go with that. I don't think. But, but you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, like what else would be a really good use of? You know what I would, hmm. if we can keep it in the poker context. Oh, sure. How about folding this hand and no matter what happens, raise to 390 next hand preflop. That's a better play. That has got to be a better play. Yeah. Right now, our EV is definitely higher yeah. by doing that for sure. Just straight 390. Yeah. Just take the blind. <laughs> <laughs> you're usually going to take the blind. Yeah. <laughs> or you're three betting. Like, yeah. That's great. Wow, that's a way better move. Yeah. Way, way, way better move. Hmm. But he calls with the queen deuce. So, of course, we have three players having put in 30 blinds pre-flop. Um, wait, no. How much is it? It's less than 30 blinds. Sorry. It's 510, right? No, it's 1020. No, no, no. I mean, the, the amount he raised to was 510. Oh, 510, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So it's 25 and a half blinds. Yeah, 25 so and a half 75, blinds. 76 and a half blinds, not including the small blinds. So 77 blinds are in the pot. With Jack 8 of Spades, 10 7 of Diamonds, and Queen Deuce off. This is a trash fire of a hand, but Ludacris is doing fine. So far, he's doing. Although he's hating his life right now. He's yeah. like, oh my God. I'm out of position. Nick has jacks and Big John's got ace king. This yeah. is there or ace queen. Suited. I mean, they've played each other for a while now at this point. I imagine he knows the yeah. ranges are a bit more wide than that. But he can't. I mean, maybe he can. Maybe he really knows that it's this crazy. Maybe yeah. he knows that. Maybe he does. Although it is a hand that Live with the Bike decided to make like a singular hand. So right. it's probably a little bit rare. Yeah. But of course, crazy things are going to happen. This is nothing. 
This is nothing. I mean, we could go for 45 minutes about just pre-flop, but we're not going to. Well, there's no reason to because we could go for 45 minutes on the flop or the turn. I mean, yeah. come on. And we could uh, take a 45-minute ride in the Nitrogen Sports Poker Train. Well, that's because they have actual rides that last 45 minutes. Yeah. That, so if you want to get on the Nitrogen Sports Poker Train. Let me tell you, train, those rides are ecstasy. Pure ecstasy. I feel like you're, you're trying to do like a drug code thing here. No, no. Like Molly? Well... I mean, if you want the feeling of doing Molly without the side effects, Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. <laughs> they may not like that. I don't care. Um, so, All right. <laughs> yeah. If you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen, you will, of course, gain access to exclusive Poker Guys events, which right now includes our monthly tournament. It is yes. a 0.1 millibit buy-in, a 100 millibit guarantee. That means the guarantee is 1,000 times the buy-in. Of course, as many of you know who listen, we've only ever gotten as many as 80 players. There's a huge overlay. Get up in there. I mean, if you're throwing away this, I guess you also, when you get your paycheck, you just spit on it, and then when you go to the bathroom, you put it in the <laughs> toilet water, and you poop on it, Yeah. and then you, you start to flush it, and then you realize what you're done, you pull it out, but it's all like raggedy and smelly and disgusting. <laughs> it's like coming apart, and you can't really get any value out of it. Yeah. That's the kind of person you are if you're not playing this. That's a good point. Use Jonathan. the link in the description, you got to use the link. <laughs> of course, Nitrogen has other offerings besides just poker. It has a casino with a plethora of games nice. to tickle your fancy. Yes. And of course, also <laughs> sports betting, which is fun, and you can do it right now. So I, I do enjoy that. Yeah. So get on Nitrogen. Get you some poker. Don't do the thing with the toilet that Jonathan said, because that's pretty gross. Yeah. Uh, moving Avoid on. that. <laughs> Moving on. So the pot is $1,540. Of this course is a it is. 10 20 game. Of course it is. $1,540. The best hand that's out there is Queen Deuce. That's currently in the lead. It is Queen currently Deuce in the lead. Jack 8 suited is the best, most playable hand, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they all suck. Queen Deuce this. is the least playable hand despite having the most equity. Yes. I don't know if it actually has the most equity. It may not have the most equity, but it's currently in the lead. Currently in the it lead. Prob- no, it's just a disaster for everyone. Yeah. All right. But at least Ludacris made his, his decision made sense. All right. So the flop is all over nobody, except for Nick a little bit. It's ace of diamonds, three of diamonds, three of spades. That counts as being all over Nick. Yeah. Nick flops. It's a straight flush draw. I mean, I'm sorry. It's a flush draw. I was saying it's, it's a straight comma flush draw. Like, it's pretty good. Just forget that word. That is straight. extremely confusing. <laughs> it really is. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think he has the four five of diamonds. He's got the 10 cent of diamonds. I just meant like it's a flush draw. It's like straight up a flush draw. That's pretty good. That counts as flopping well. Sorry. You, I mean, you should you should be careful. Right? I just pooped on the paycheck. <laughs> you sure <laughs> did. All right. So he's got a flush draw. Chris has a backdoor flush draw with a jacket of spades. Okay. And um and Big John, of course, has the best hand still with Queen High. And a backdoor straight draw. I can't believe you didn't mention that. And I think he has that. the Queen of Diamonds, too. So, whoa. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. All right. A couple interesting decisions here. Chris is sizing. He's going to continue. It makes a ton of yeah. sense to continue on this board. I like continuing. He bets 400 into 1540 with his Jack High. I actually don't mind this at all. Okay. I explain. think this is fine. Elaborate. I mean. Enumerate. What are they supposed to do when they have... Almost anything that isn't an ace or a, or diamonds, they yeah. just mostly have to fold in this spot. He just three bet. There's like Nick has a guy. If Nick has two jacks, if he limped with two jacks yeah. and called, which is the kind of hand I would be putting him on if I didn't know, if I couldn't see his hand and didn't know much about him, um, I would think it's incredibly hard for him to call with two jacks right now. Now I can also bet the turn if he calls one. Yeah. By the way, but it's incredibly hard with a guy behind him, Big John behind him, who raised and then called this raise from just when I can have ace king for sure or whatever I can have. Um, Really, really, really hard for him to call it to Jack. So we're going to fold out Nick. 
when Nick doesn't have an ace, a three, or diamonds almost all the time. And I think that's true for Big John as well. I think they're just going to fold a lot, these guys. What do you think? I think Nick's going to call with his pocket pairs a lot of the time, and I think Big John probably is as well. It's going to have to be a two-street two play. I think Big John is more likely to call than Nick because Big John is known because Big John gets to close the action. Yeah. Um, so if Nick folds, Big John will call with like two jacks or two yeah. tens once. Um, I guess Nick might call once. I'm not sure. I mean, but based, it's hard based to do on, with Big based John. Based on pre-flop, him. I think he will. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Because what the hell? Yeah, when we bet this size, but it has four. to be a multi-street plan, probably even if both players call. Um, okay, yeah, because you figure, like, assuming a safe card comes on the turn, like the seven of clubs or something yeah. like that, we just make a norm, more normal bet on the turn, and then they usually give up with their medium aces yeah. or their pocket pairs or whatever. Like, what do you do with their, with their flush draws? Ace 10 when you bet 75% of the pot on the turn into two players. You know, it's After a, you three bet yeah. and all that. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, you can decide to call, but you don't, it's not a good spot. No, it's not. Yeah. All right. So Nick is not having it. Right. Well, Nick has a flush draw. Yeah, Nick has a flush draw, and he's going to raise to 1,400. Yeah. Is this a good play, and is it a good story? Okay. It's not a good story. Let's start with that. Okay. Because what in the hell is Nick supposed to have that he limped under the gun, called an extra 490, and now can raise? Quad threes. Th- that is one hand he could have. Would he raise quad threes? I doubt it, but let's even say, cool, there's one combination yeah. he can do that with. Um. Can he ever have ace three suited? Maybe yes. How many? Is there only? There's two ace three suited left. So there's uh, two combos of that. Ace of diamonds, three of diamonds, three of spades. Yeah, so two okay. ace three suited left. So he could reasonably do that because he might figure it's hard to get extra value anyway. Right. Um, out of like kings or queens, they right. may just check. Let's just hope he has ace king and right. Yeah, yeah, like let's go. Right. Um. So that's reasonable. I, I mean, he's that's not supposed it. to have ace three suited, no. but we know he would because Since, he has ten seven right. suited. Um, he could have, I guess he could have some combo draws and raise here too, like the four or five of diamonds. Yeah, but that's not what he's hoping to rep. Of course not. No, the only things he's repping are quad threes and ace three in both those hands. He really might not raise. He's got big John behind him. Why would he want to scare this big John? This is a bad out? play. So this, this hand plays significantly better as a float that we then bet the turn if checked to so right. we can rep aces. And if the diamond comes great. Right. Yeah. We, get, we can just comfortably rep like ace 10 suited here. Yeah. Or if we hit the diamond, like you're saying. Yeah, that right. seems like it makes a lot more sense. This is a bad play. This is a bad play. Okay. Big John finally, mercifully, leaves the hand with his queen deuce. Oh, you made it sound like he was like ending his life there, the way you said, finally and mercifully. Like, it was all over. Well, he was ending his hand life. He becomes a garbage human. He becomes he transitions. A, he transitions he into, into the garbage human <laughs> realm, where everything is Oscar the Grouch related. Um, all right. So, this should be the end of the hand, even though we don't like Nick's play. Right. But Chris... To Chris's credit, I think he sniffs out that it's like, okay, buddy, you have three combos for value. Like, okay. And would you really call 510 preflop with either of those hands? And would you really raise those on the flop yeah. anyway? Really? You're in position. You got Big John behind you. Like, come on. Like, you pretty much either have just air or a diamond draw all the time, right? Right. So Chris is going to decide to three bet. Now, he makes it 3K, which is very small, over 1,400. Yeah. Quite a couple questions here about this story, because I think this is a hand where all the stories don't make sense. Like, I think I like that Chris's intuition says that Nick doesn't have it very often because of Nick's story. But mm-hmm. now Chris's story is a bad story. Right. Like, he, what is he saying he has? He ace, doesn't, ace. Like, you never do this with Ace King, right? No. How could never. you do this with Ace King? Seems dumb. Yeah. Seems really dumb. Um, ace, Ace, you could do this with, but would you? Maybe you're out of position. Maybe. 
Maybe to make Maybe. sure that he doesn't go check check on the turn. But what's going? What's checking back the turn anyway? Three's not checking back the turn, so it's only diamonds. And diamonds should bet the turn. Diamonds might fold if we re-raise. Yeah. By the way, we're not afraid. We kind of want diamonds to get there. Yeah, of course. So what do we? What do you mean by kind of? We really want yeah, diamonds yeah. to get there. Um, well, if it's the four or five of diamonds, maybe he makes a straight flush. Okay. But yeah, uh, or even on the turn. But yeah, uh, so there's there's not. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense why we'd re-raise this, Chris. But he may feel like it doesn't matter. He doesn't need to tell that good a story right now, because what could the, what can Nick have, and who cares? Who cares if I'm telling a bad story? You're telling a worse story, buddy. Yeah. Go away. I'm the guy who three bet pre. At least I can have the nuts. Right. Well, not the nuts. I guess I can have top Ace set. Full, you yeah. can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, despite the story being categorically a bad story, I do like his sizing. If he's going to do this with like a full house type hand. Yeah. Making it so the diamond draws feel kind of obligated to continue here. Mm-hmm. You know, like not, we don't want to make it seven K and just like end the hand when we right. have full house. So I think the sizing is actually a good story, but the actual act of three betting is a super thin range. Yeah, both these guys' raises seem pretty bad. I actually think I like Chris's play better as a call if, he's, if he wants to try and take the right. pot and check-raise the turn. Yeah, that's you better. You want to make the play. And if he goes check-check on the turn, bet big on the river, and you yeah. always win pretty much. Yeah, I think right? that's a better play as well. Yeah. All right, so now Nick kind of has to call just because his hand has some value. I mean, he doesn't have he to. He doesn't the have to because, paired. yeah, but like we're saying, like, yeah. how many combos does Chris really have here? He has three combos of aces full, and would he actually do this with them? I mean, if we think that's true, then we, don't, we could re-raise rather than call. That's probably true. better to re-raise if we think that. Like, if we think he doesn't have aces full, why don't we re-raise him? Right. I think we should re-raise. You're right. If he's got ace-king and somehow decided to check-raise us, like, what's he going to do? It's a hor- oh, He shouldn't be check-raising us with ace-king or re-raising us with no, ace-king. No, he's not, he's not three-betting us with, with ace-king, So I it's imagine. just aces, right? That's it. It's just aces. So then even if Nick moves in effectively or, like, makes a big four-bet here, it's still, that's going to be another pretty bad story except I have ace three or, or threes. But now that we actually commit to the four, but the story becomes a bit more reasonable because like we're actually yeah. willing to do this. And, and we at the same under point, the like, gun and we call this huge three. Like, we have a weird fucking range right and now. And those hands, by the way, the majority of the combos of those hands, two thirds of them are losing to what Chris is repping anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter. Like Chris can't do anything about it. Like effectively, no matter what our story is here, mm-hmm. if we put in a big raise. Right. Like, I agree. So I like, I like a re-raise better than a call. Yeah, for sure. If if I mean, can Chris? Does Chris really have the heart to five bet bluff on the flop? I mean, that sounds if, insane. If he does, God bless him. Yeah, like that's not something you see very often, no. like ever in a no limit game, right? right? So, okay. So yeah, Nick calls. These guys are playing weird poker, man. This is why. This is why we said the things we said. They are agents of chaos in yeah. their own in their own worlds, though. Yeah, just individual agents of chaos for themselves. Yeah, and so here we are. Right. That's what happens. Yeah. So I think I remember this. I don't remember the specifics, but I remember this about Chris from previous hands where he he jumps on other players, bad stories while disregarding his own story. Right. I think that's a pretty common thing that Chris does. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's something else I want to bring up for this hand. OK. And I'm, I'm thinking back to the hand we talked about with uh, Nick and Dan Zach from like six months ago or whatever it is. Yeah. And so in that hand, Nick had two nines. Mm-hmm. He raised... Um, our Papazian three bet, Danzac four bet. He called with the two nines. He likes to just make these big calls pre-flop. Didn't Danzac flat on the button with no, king queen? Are you sure? Not. Yes, hundred percent. I am sure because our Papazian got to five bet his ace king suited. Oh really? Yes. Okay. Um, and then they all checked it through because everyone's afraid that Papazian maybe had aces and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. We talked a lot about why Danzac four bet it, but anyway. Okay. So he called there with two nines, and then so he flops the best hand. 
He continues to have the best hand on the flop. It's, it's all babies. And he ends up winning, I think, with an overpair. Right. But he plays it super cautiously. He does. So he, it checks through on the flop. He bets tiny on the turn. He bets like 20% of the pot on the turn, which we liked, by yeah. the way. But, and then on the river, he check calls. And it works out great. He checked, by the way, tank calls. Yeah. So, so let, just to be clear, when he goes into this thing where he raises the flop and then uh, all this is going on, he's repping a, he's polarizing himself. Yes. Right? And um, he's cautious when he has a reasonable, like a pretty good hand. Right. You know, like some players, when they have an overpair, well, I have two nines, it's an overpair. Yeah. I can go crazy, but he's not that guy. So that's important to keep in mind, I think, with the flop and just in this hand in general. Like, if I'm Chris, that makes the story even more questionable. Like, oh, really? So you're raising me now, Mr. Cautious, yeah. when you actually have something? What are you raising me with? These very polarized hands that you probably wouldn't raise anyway, right? Okay, gro- okay cool. Yeah. So, I, so, yeah. But I agree with you what you said about Ludacris, too. Yeah. They're like, you're telling a bad story, so I don't care. Right. All right, so the pot is now huge. Yeah. $7,540. Ace, ace, or ace, three, three with two diamonds. The turn is the ace of hearts. I mean, that sucks for Ludacris. It does. It's really hard now. He is ahead, though. Well, yes, he's ahead. That's true. Yeah, so that's nice. I mean, nobody likes this card. Ludacris has got to be, like, sort of crestfallen because now he's repping one combo. Yeah, pretty much. Unless for some reason you could have ace-king here, but come on. I guess maybe he could have, in his mind, quad threes, and he can have two combos. Yeah. He can't have ace-king. So Chris is going to bet. I mean, you're kind of like in jail here. I mean, you can either you give up completely or you go for it. I don't mind going for it. There's $7,000 in there. We don't have to bet that much if, if, if Nick doesn't have anything. If he has an ace, he's never going to fold, and we don't have to bet that much. Right. right, and it reduces Nick's meaningful combos from three to two, also, from Chris's perspective. Um, okay. So that's right. nice. Yeah. It's only two combos we're worried about. Like, flush draws hate this card, which is great. Yes. That's good. Yeah. So... Betting is probably good. And Chris, I like Chris's sizing again. Mm-hmm. He bets small. He bets 2,000 to 7,500. I mean, a flush draw has to fold, right? Yeah, th- it has to fold. But, I mean, maybe he would check if he actually had it in general. This that's, is a, that's the problem. His story is really bad. Yeah. And it continues to be really bad. But at least, he's not, he thinks, at least he's not sizing it huge. That would be a worse story. If he had quad threes, he might bet here. He might. But then he'd be expecting Nick to raise like ace 10 on the flop. Yeah, it's just problematic. Yeah. Really problematic. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, so I don't know. It's better to bet small, I think, than bet big, but checking is probably a better story. Well, but if, he's, if we think Nick has flush draws, let's just bet and hope yeah, it all works out. Yeah, like it doesn't matter. I like it. it doesn't matter that our story is bad. We just are betting. We just got to take a shot, and we're betting small. Like yeah. we just, It doesn't have to work very often, that's for sure. Like one every three and a half times, right? Yep. Cool. And now Nick... Four and a half times. To Nick's credit, he thinks, okay, this is a card that I can't really call with a flush draw on. Well, Nick, you finally did something right. You realize that. And he raises to 5,300. I don't hate it. The stories are all terrible. Right. It doesn't make any sense. So what did he raise on the flop that he can now raise on the turn? Now he's saying, I have an ace. Or I have quads. Right. I have quad threes. Would you really just take so many aggressive actions with quads in a row? Probably not. I mean, you would have to think if you had quad threes, you would never want to race here, right? Well, actually, 2,000. You do want to try and get it all. Oh, Chris only started the hand with 17,000, yeah. right? You can call. So he's put in, like, how much total? Um, how much he's, is he going to have left? After the 2,000? Yeah. Uh, so he's put in a total of 500 
plus 300, 33K, so 3,500 plus 2K, two. so 5,500. So he's got 12,000 left. Yeah, so it'll be like so a round call, of pot size bet. Yeah, that's, that's fine. If he has an ace, we're going to get it. Yeah. We're going to be able to get it in with him. Yeah. Okay, great. Which he shouldn't have just an ace, but whatever. I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. If we have quad threes, fine. Yeah. So Nick raises to 5,300. Again, just a bad story. It's really hard to come up with. If he had ace three, why would he raise? He would just call because what's the point of raising at this point? Yeah. If he had quad threes, he could raise, but we think it's pro- he probably wouldn't. Right. Probably wouldn't raise the flop, probably wouldn't raise the turn most of the time. Yeah. So, I, don't know what, I don't know what's going on, why, he's supposed to, why this is supposed to work, but, but it still should work because guess what? Chris has jack eight. He has jack eight. It's 10-7 versus jack eight. Ace, ace, three, three on the board. The last aggressive action usually is going to win here. Well, Chris still has chips behind, and he has the option to make another aggressive action. Yeah. Which he chooses to do. Chris, three bets. I mean, this, this hand is bananas. Yep. Chris, three bets, tiny. Yeah. It's actually a minimum three bet. He oh, makes really? It he 80, clicks it back? 8,600. Nice. Yeah. 3,300 more, which is the same that Nick had yeah. made it over the 2K. Minimum three bet from Chris. Okay. So Nick folds. Right. But, well, that I like that decision. Yeah. The story is basically I have quad aces and I'm deciding to three bet. Yes. I'm hoping you have a three and you're not good enough to fold the three. Which may be true. Nick Limp called 10-7. He'll put in 20 and then called another 490. It's yeah. It's possible he's not good enough to fold the three here. That's possible. This, this hand just in its entirety feels like... 2009 poker, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm yes. doing. I'm supposed to be aggressive, so here's another aggressive action. Absolutely. This is clicking buttons 101 right here. Like, why is anything happening? I have no sense of it, really, except the stories are both... Both stories are bad, and it's like they're in a bad story off. Well, yeah. you're telling a bad story, so fuck you. I raise. Well, fuck you. You're telling a bad story. I raise. And, you know, neither story is any good, and it didn't have to go like this. So, So... Frickin' Nick loses so much money on this hand for no reason. He loses, like, almost $9,000 on this hand, right? Yep. That's insane. Yep. That's absurd. A hand that he should have just folded the moment he looked at it. Pre-flop. And then should have folded again when he put $20 in and Chris made it 510. And then could have very easily folded. I mean, oh, my God, there's so many places where he didn't have to put all this money in. That is correct. Yeah. That said, his raises should have worked a lot. Yeah. That said, Chris shouldn't have been putting all this money in either. Yes. Yes. So do you think it's that Chris knows his, his customer really, really well and that, that plays into it, or is Chris just crazy? Maybe. I mean, like, it's possible that Chris knows Nick and knows the story doesn't matter as much. It's just going to be, like, an aggressive off, and he, he can understand that Nick's story doesn't make sense more than Nick can understand that his story doesn't make sense, mm. so that plays to his advantage. And if he would, had been at the table with one of us for eight hours, maybe he wouldn't make this play against maybe. us. Like, maybe. I mean, I like that the ace came and Nick decided to raise, even though it doesn't really make sense either. No. Still, Chris's story makes even less sense when he bets. Right. When he bets small. It's like, you just don't have it. Come on. How do you have it? It doesn't make any sense. So so this is the kind of thing, guys. I'm saying, guys, the audience. Right. Listeners, where you can get away with this stuff against certain opponents, but there's other kinds of opponents who you will never get away with this we're we'll, we'll never going to let you get away with this stuff, right? right. We're just going to, we're going to, you know, move in into oblivion. We're just going to be like, I'm all in. Like, whatever, man. Like, I don't know how you have it. If you have it this time, congratulations. But the 95 other times you don't have it, I make money. And overall, this is going to really work out for me, right? Yeah, that. And you also have to be sure that Nick is not the 
type of player in kind of the opposite side of the spectrum who has no idea what's going on and has ace 10 here and right. is never folding. They actually said on the uh, broadcast that he had raised ace queen earlier on an ace high board. Now, it wasn't an ace 3 3 board. Right. Um, although maybe ace queen is a maybe top pair is a reasonable raise on an ace 3 3 board. We figure no one really has a three yeah. anyway. Um, so is it possible Nick can actually have ace queen here? Chris can't. Chris three bets. Yeah. He's never going to three bet. That's crazy. On the flop, you mean? Yeah, on the flop. So because there's multiple, there's three three bets in this hand, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so Nick, but Nick could have ace queen on the flop. But if Nick can have ace queen, then this is bad for us, as Chris. Not good for us. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. If he can have, if he's the kind of guy who can actually have top pair, which according to Live at the Bike, at least sometimes he can raise top pair. Ooh, it's problematic. Me no likey. Me not likey. It is. Can we? Revisit what yeah. I just said that I just realized. There's three three bets in this hand. Yeah. Have we ever seen a hand like this before? All three of them by the same guy. Yeah. Um, I would have to really think hard to come up with three of them. Right? Super hard. I mean, how often do we see a three bet on the turn of the river? Forget about... Very rare. Forget about the flop, which is rare anyway, but much more common. Yeah. But turn... But two streets post-flop... And then, I don't know, it's, it's really hard to do. This is a nine bet. <laughs> it's it's a, slow, a slow nine bet. <clears throat> so what, what do we take from all this? What do you take from this? I take from this that, like, GTO is something that you should pay attention to and understand, but the way to make the most money in poker still today is to understand your opponents and be able to exploit them in the ways that make sense for each individual opponent. Yeah, it's really hard to argue that. Um, I think what I take from it is, yeah, there's still a lot of money to be made in poker, man. Like, it's a 10-20 it's a game. They're just giving it away. They are. Giving it away. Thousands of dollars. Giving it away. Yep. All right. Well, let's go play that game, I guess. Sounds good. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them tongue tied. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.